And I seal up these records after I have spoken a few words by way of exhortation unto you. Moroni 10, verse 2. Hey listeners, this is Neil from Book of Mormon Central, and today's podcast addresses the question, why did Moroni conclude with so many exhortations? As Moroni prepared to seal up the record that he and his father had worked so diligently to compile, abridge, and preserve, he thought it was important to add some final words by way of exhortation to future generations of Lamanites and, ultimately, to all the world. He then proceeded to use the word exhort eight times, each time offering a specific exhortation. As James Faulkner has explained, to exhort is to urge strongly, to make an urgent appeal, often including warning and advice. Thus, Moroni concludes his work with an urgent appeal, with advice and warnings, to his brothers, who are also his enemies, and to the rest of the world. These eight exhortations can profitably be grouped into four pairs of related exhortations which are best studied when coupled together. In that way, as John W. Welch pointed out, each exhortation given by Moroni may be usefully studied by following their themes as they run through the Book of Mormon. The insights of this pair of commentators, Faulkner and Welch, both professors at Brigham Young University, dovetail snugly in elucidating how and why Moroni composed his farewell chapter around these eight exhortations. Moroni's first two exhortations are also his most famous. First, he wrote, I would exhort you that when you shall read these things, that you would remember how merciful the Lord hath been unto the children of men, and ponder it in your hearts. As Faulkner noted, the Book of Mormon begins with Lehi reading a book, praising God's mercy, and Nephi promising to show the tender mercies of the Lord. The Book of Mormon begins with a theme of mercy. It ends with the same theme. John W. Welch similarly pointed out, the theme of remembering how merciful the Lord has been is threaded throughout the entire Book of Mormon. Remembering God's mercy is a first crucial step in relating to him. In his next breath, Moroni said, I would exhort you that ye would ask God, the Eternal Father, in the name of Christ, if these things are not true. Faulkner pointed out that this exhortation is prefaced with the exhortation to remember and ponder God's mercy discussed above. He does not just admonish us to pray. He admonishes us to remember, ponder, and then pray. By pairing this with the first exhortation, Moroni seems to be saying, if we remember that God has been merciful in the past, we can count on him to be merciful now to tell us whether the record is true. Indeed, Moroni promised that if readers follow these two exhortations together, if they read, remember, and ponder God's goodness, and then pray with faith in Christ and real intent, God will manifest the truth of it unto you by the power of the Holy Ghost. In Moroni's next pair of exhortations, he first said, I would exhort you that ye deny not the power of God. If we deny that power, then we cannot know Christ, as Faulkner explained, for our faith reveals his power. That is, as Welch likewise noted, we must have faith in Jesus Christ before God's power can reveal truth. And coupled with that, Moroni immediately said, I exhort you, my brethren, that ye deny not the gifts of God, for they are many, and they come from the same God. Moroni then listed several of the divine gifts that God bestows as blessings upon his children. Faulkner pointed out that these two exhortations are closely related. The first exhorts the Lamanites not to deny God's power to reveal his son, and the second exhorts them not to deny God's gifts, since his greatest gift, his son, is the ultimate manifestation of his mercy. These two exhortations are of a single piece. After listing off the gifts of the Spirit, Moroni issued his fifth exhortation. 
I would exhort you that ye remember that every good gift cometh of Christ. Since only good gifts come from Christ, this should remind us that there are evil gifts we should be wary of and try to avoid. This is followed immediately with his sixth exhortation. I would exhort you that ye remember that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Together, these two exhortations combine to teach an important gospel truth. Christ is the same forever, so if he gave gifts in the past, he continues to give those gifts today and will do so in the future. After issuing that third pair of exhortations, Moroni briefly repeated important teachings from his father's sermon on the necessity of faith, hope, and charity in order to be saved. He went on to explain that if the power and gifts of God have ceased in the last days, it is due to unbelief and not to any actual lack of God's power. After warning readers on this dire circumstance, Moroni then issued his final two exhortations. First, I exhort you to remember these things. The theme of remembering permeates the Book of Mormon, noted Welch. This is actually the fourth time Moroni has exhorted readers to remember. As Welch explained, the first three of Moroni's appeals to remember were directed at the reader to remember a particular good, loving, or divine trait of the Father and Christ, including the advice to remember that they will not change. The fourth was an injunction to remember what Moroni had said, to act, obey, and accept Christ. All of this culminates in Moroni's final exhortation. I would exhort you that ye would come unto Christ. Coming unto Christ and being perfected in him is the ultimate end goal of all of Moroni's exhortations and the primary purpose of the entire Book of Mormon. It is a fitting conclusion to the epic yet tragic story of the Nephites. By the time Moroni wrote his final farewell, he had spent decades personally reflecting on the history and the fate of his people. With so much time and reflection, Moroni no doubt chose his final words carefully and thoughtfully, considering what were the most important treasures of knowledge he could pass on to the future generations. In doing so, Moroni emphasized and exemplified charity, the pure love of Christ. As Faulkner explained, Moroni has exhibited charity from the beginning to the end of his final address, lovingly exhorting his mortal enemies to repent and seek the gifts of God and counseling even those whom he cannot know to come to Christ. His final testimony is a testimony of God's love for us and the hope that love has given Moroni. Having exhorted his readers to come to Christ and recognize the Lord's gifts and love, Moroni seals his record with his testimony of what that mercy and love means for him. As readers reach the end of the Book of Mormon, they might rightly ask themselves, now what? In Moroni's exhortations, they receive their answer. One, remember and ponder what you read. Two, pray to know if it is true. Three, do not deny the power of God. Four, do not deny the gifts of God. Five, remember that good gifts come from Christ. Six, remember that he is the same forever. Seven, remember all these teachings. And eight, come unto Christ. These eight exhortations lay out a logical path forward for the reader who has just been on the whirlwind of an adventure that reading the Book of Mormon produces. Thank you for listening. For more information on the Book of Mormon, visit bookofmormoncentral.org and click on the Know Why tab.